Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Renegade Aviator with two upcoming air shows that you need to put on your calendar. California Capital Air Show, September 21, 22, and 23, 2018 at the Mather Airport in Sacramento, celebrating 100 years of Mather Airport with the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds and some other really, really cool performers. And if you haven't seen an air show at nighttime, you need to go and see this. It's called Air Show After Dark. Friday, September 21st, part of the California Capital Air Show, September 21, 22, and 23. Look it up online, Google California Capital Air Show. Next is an air show you're going to see me, the Renegade Aviator, and other performers, but you'll see me flying the TS-11 Iskra air show jet that we have. Uh, so come on out to aviationroundup.com on 13 to 14 October 2018 at the Minden Tahoe Airport. The Blue Angels are going to be there. The U.S. Navy Blue Angels, Kirby Chambliss, the Red Bull Aerobatic Helicopter, the Red Bull Wingsuit Jumpers, Bill Stein, Gene Soucy, Greg Collier with Ace Maker, a T-33 jet, Jim Peets, an Aerobatic Bonanza, Paul McCallan, a skydiver, Gene McNeely with his T-6 and a commemorative Air Force. Really cool show for such a small venue. AviationRoundup.com, 13 to 14 October. I've got two guests. The first one, a friend of mine, everybody's a friend of mine, but a good friend of mine, Chris Johnson from the Minden Tahoe Airport, will talk about model rocketry. You're going to want to listen to this, because if you think you know model rocketry, you may learn a few things. So Chris Johnson will be first, and then next, we've got the next generation of aviation. I've got a really cool interview with a really cool young lady, also a friend of mine, and her name is Jenna Scolari. You're going to want to listen to her. It's going to be interesting. Here we go. Real men of genius. Real men of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Discount Airline Pilot Guy. Mr. Discount Airline Pilot Guy. Your minimal experience flying a plane will never land you at a reputable airline. Luckily, you don't work for one. Look at me, I'm flying. 
Sure, we're concerned for our lives. Just not as concerned as saving nine bucks on a round trip to Fort Myers. The most direct route to Houston, through Fort Lauderdale, with layovers in Detroit, Vancouver, and Kalamazoo. I can't feel my leg. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh skipper of the skies. You put the fly in fly-by-night operation. Mr. Discounting Line Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. This is just, you know, one of many. These local airports, ladies and gentlemen, these are the places. These are community icons, places that it's not just kids. Young and old can get involved in aviation. We need you. Uh, We need mechanics. We need, uh, there's gliders here, there's skydivers here, there soon will be a museum here. This is a growing airport, so even if you're from far away in the big city of Reno, please travel out to the country here (laughs) in Minden where it's a whole lot greener, and I live in Reno, so I can tell you that. (laughs) Uh, We're one of the top three soaring locations in the world. Every year we have pilots that come from all over the world. We had uh, Soaring Envy did their did wave camp. Uh, actually, last year it was wave camp, and I think we had seventeen different countries represented there. Wow! From Germany, Italy, New Zealand, Japan, uh, Argentina, pilots coming from all over the world just to fly right here at Minden. Wow! And that's it's actually a, one of those fun little trivia things is uh, lenticular clouds, those lens shaped or UFO shaped clouds. Everywhere else in the world, those are rare. Here, it's almost a daily occurrence. So, I mean, we have pilots come here and they're like, wow, look at the lenticulars. And we're like, yeah, yeah, happens every day. (laughs) And having flown near and through a few of them, I can attest they're a thrilling ride. See us us power jet guys, we try to avoid them. These guys and gliders go to find them. Guys and girls, by the way. Cool. Um, Chris, want to add one point. You do some cool stuff with rockets. Yeah, I do. Tell me a little bit about that, if you have the time. Sure. Um, so I'm also a member of uh, Sierra Rocketry. We are a group. We are both a National Association of Rocketry Group and a Tripoli Rocketry Association Group. Uh, association group. So we uh, do high-power launches, and it's not just high-power launches. Uh, we launch everything from from one-half A motors all the way up to M motors. So anyone who's into model rocketry and has done it, you know the small Estes kits, we launch big things, and we launch small things, and it's it's fun. We welcome people to come out and join us. In fact, if you go to sierrarockets.org, there's our webpage right there. You can see a schedule of our launches and get more information. And even if you don't have your own rocket and you don't want to launch, you just want to come out and watch, we welcome visitors. Any age group, where I can watch for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, In fact, we we have uh, the Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and the Civil Air Patrol come out, and because they can earn their merit badges for rocketry, and they come out and do their rocketry programs with us. I'll tell you, these are big rockets. Chris has shown me some videos and some pictures. High tech. You're into STEM or STEAM, whatever they're calling it now. Yeah, Yeah, you want to learn about rocketry and trajectory. So Chris has shown me some of this cool stuff. These are big rockets. I mean, I remember the little kits. That was my, I said, oh, model rockets, great. This thing's taller than I am and goes pretty darn yeah, high. How yeah. high does your rocket go, your My big one? My big one is uh, 10 feet tall, <laughs> and it, it goes up to about uh, just under 10,000 
beat AGL. Yeah, that's great. And uh, <laughs> just, it was just here last week, and we had out in uh, Black Rock Desert, they did a launch, sent a rocket up to 144,000 feet. Amazing. Back in June, they sent one up to 240,000 feet. So, 240,000 feet. That's higher than our first manned space uh, yeah. launches went. So. And these are civilians that yep. just been... And, of course, there's ratings and certifications sure. that you need to get. Yep. But this, again, aviation, aerospace, something for everybody. You can go from a glider to a rocket that goes to the edge of space where a few years ago would have been government only. Cool yeah, or stuff. even not necessarily going high. This uh, um, Our next launch, I'm launching a rocket that's going to go supersonic. And it will be supersonic in just under one second. So the, it's going to pull about 58 Gs coming <laughs> off the pad, and it'll be supersonic. It'll go about uh, just over a mile up and then wow. uh, come back down. That's the plan, anyway. Really cool. <laughs> that's, that's the plan. That's, that's the plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I sit in any of these rockets? Uh, I always wanted to be an astronaut. See, but we all we all start in our aviation journeys a different yep. way, right? Exactly. I wanted to be an astronaut. I you wanted to fly. Right, we all wanted yeah. to do this stuff. But it's the key to life, and no matter what you do, expect setbacks, just keep on going, be ready for that success. And you know what? Whatever you want to do in life, stand in the middle of people doing what you already want to do. Just find three or four people doing exactly what you want to do in life and stand in between all of them. If you stand there long enough, they'll get they'll say, all right, we're going to let you in the group. Well, that, and that's <laughs> the thing, you know. Uh, it, have confidence in yourself and believe in yourself. My father has always told us, if you want to do something, do it. Yeah. Get out and do it. You can do it. And and that's really put into me that belief there's two types of things in this world. There's things I can do and things I haven't figured out yet. Right on. That's it. There's Nothing is impossible. Nope. You know, and uh, you want to get out there. There are people all in every place. And, and get those people around you that support you. You'll have people that will say, oh, no, that's impossible. Okay. Tell them, watch me. Right and get out there and do it. Especially all you kids out there that want to want to get involved in aviation, want to get involved in aerospace. Look at SpaceX. It's yeah. an amazing, amazing company. It's doing great things, and that's the future. That's I mean, we are looking at we're getting ready to send our new. They just announced our next crews for the uh, for manned space missions. Mm-hmm. So we're getting ready to launch from the United States again, manned space missions. That's such a big thing in history. It is. Right on. Chris Johnson from the Minden Tahoe Airport. Chris, thank you so much. Dave, it's a pleasure. It was fun. We'll, we'll, we'll do it more. We're going to be talking about this air show. That's what we do, man. Aviation Roundup coming up in October. So go to aviationroundup.com. SierraRockets.org. Make sure you go there. Check them out if you love rockets. That was Chris Johnson. And up next, after the break, stay tuned. It's going to be Jenna Scolari, the next generation of young pilots. She's got some really cool insights. I think you're going to enjoy it. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Call my office. Ask your questions. Get your help. That's how I serve you. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. We'll be right back. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888 366 
5256 anytime and leave us a message. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! Here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. <laughs> it's me, Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, wearing my tights as... No, we won't go there. Anyway, <laughs> in this segment, uh, as I promised, we've got Jenna Scolari coming up, and she's going to talk about... Um, her first cross-country solo. For anyone who's flown an airplane, we can think back and remember those days like they were yesterday. Um, but time moves on, and we kind of forget that passion and the uh, youthful energy. So Jenna is part of this new cadre of aviators, of pilots, of people involved in aviation. So take a listen to Jenna Scolari and um, see what you think. Yeah, you're going to hear some cool stuff in the next couple of segments. Hi, I'm Jenna Scalari. Um, I just did my first solo cross-country, and I'm live with you on Renegade Aviator Radio. Woo! <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Woo! All right, so cool. Um, <laughs> all right, so the first thing I'm going to ask you, Jenna, is you just soloed an airplane for the first time. Tell me what that was like. <laughs> Honestly, it was... The greatest feeling in the world. Um, I think the day before I was nervous and I was nervous kind of checking the plane and getting in and the second I was up in the air it was the most empowering awesome feeling in the world and it was so nice to not have my instructor in my ear telling me what I was doing right or wrong and it was it was wonderful. Everybody loves since I do flight instruction too. Everybody loves when I get out of the airplane and stop talking to them. So, um, so you were nervous, kind of that that day before, or I mean, petrified, or just nervous, confident, nervous. I no, it was just nervous. I wouldn't say petrified at all. Um, I would just say nervous. Like the first day I went skydiving, I had my skydiving license, and I was so nervous the day before. And then the day of, I didn't feel a thing. I didn't feel a thing getting in the plane. So I think it's just, I don't know, the anticipation. Well, I mean, so a lot of people, when they think about soloing an airplane, they get petrified, right? The average person that hasn't soloed an airplane gets petrified if you tell them about that. But you went through a bunch of training to get there, right? You just didn't show up at, at Atlantic Aviation or at the <laughs> flight school and say, I'm ready to solo an airplane. Tell me about that. What was your... What was that journey up to the point where you got in the airplane, kicked the instructor out, and yeah. took off? <laughs> yeah, no, so I've been training for about six months now, so um, it was a ton of hard work. I started getting my, uh, passing in my written test, which took, I think it was two tries, and so I studied a lot for that. That was my dad's deal. He said, if you want to fly, you need to pass your written test. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to pass it. And I had about 65 hours before my cross-country solo. It should have been a little bit sooner, but since I work at Atlantic, I wasn't as willing to come back on my days off. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it took me a little bit longer. But 
you know what? Um, I think having a little bit extra time made me feel that much more comfortable. And I think it was that little push I needed to get excited about getting my license and finishing and going further than that. You can call the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Dial 888-366-5256 or find us on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. This bathroom is for coach passengers only. Really? Who said that? Um, earlier I tried to use the one up there and I was told that, you know, coach isn't allowed to use first class, so oh. we have our different areas. I am so sorry that they did that. That's terrible. Thank you for understanding. I'm still going to use the bathroom. Why would, why? I didn't stop you from oh, using that bathroom. because you're in first class, so you get to do whatever you want to do. Not at all. You get on first, no, you, you, you get free drinks, no, you get a hot towel. No. You... Just because I'm sitting up there, you're making a generalization about me, but I'm not like a first class person. I'm, I'm, I'm just coaching. Really I'm just coaching. You're not acting coaching. I didn't stop you. You're not acting classy. I'm coaching. No, but you just think you care. get to walk back here. I'm you got it all wrong, okay? Oh, I'm sure that you'd I do. You'd be up, are you'd be up in first class poor, if somebody bought you a ticket. Oh, you'd be up there in a second. Oh, poor little coaching girl. <laughs> She's so jealous because everybody else is more comfortable so than the coaching girl. I just want to be somewhere. Yeah, after you fly corporate jets, there is no way in the world you like flying in the cattle car in the back of an airliner. However, um, it's uh, fun to have some humorous stuff, um, and you'll see most weeks. That's all I can find. I, I look, if you know of any good comedy clips, uh, send them my way, because each week I look for some comedy clips to throw in between consistent talking that I do. Certainly our guests are very important and they're very interesting to listen to, but I can get really boring for an hour just monologuing. So uh, anyway, hope you like that last clip. Back to Jenna Scolari, the youth of aviation, the the next generation of aviation. Take a listen. We're going to continue the interview. Here we go. So that's that's my next question, I guess. So why aviation? Why fly an airplane? And evidently, why jump out of an airplane? So you learn to jump out of an airplane before you learn to fly one. That's interesting. Why? Yeah. So my dad's a pilot, and he has the same thing. He said, why in God's green earth would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? And uh, I think my answer for you is, why the heck not? <laughs> Um, so I got my skydiving A license, so I'm certified to jump by myself, and it is the most fun thing in the world. And if my plane goes down, I'm always ready, you know? Um, and then, so my dad's a pilot, getting back to that, um, so that was kind of my reason for getting my private, because he always encouraged me, uh, pushed okay. me, <clears throat> and really, then I fell did. in love, yeah. Okay. Yeah. From how old? How old were you when he started saying, you got to get out there and fly? <laughs> Um, so I actually started, I took a couple lessons about three years ago, and I had, that's where I have 11 hours from that. I flew with Bob Bennett, Okay. and I was like, oh, this is fun, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what else? And then I got into it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this dang thing. This is awesome. I want to make a career out of it. Okay. That was another question coming up. So you want to fly... You want to be a pilot like what I do? Really? Yeah. You make it look <laughs> kind of cool, Dave. He comes in in his shades. Yeah, I, I, Can you hear some Top Gun music playing <laughs> in the background? 
So you, you, you want to fly airlines, corporate? What kind of flying? Anything? Um. Yeah. I think anything. I think if Red Bull extends an offer, I think probably jump that one first. Um, I remember meeting one of the girl Blue Angels when I was younger and thinking, holy crap, that is the coolest girl I've ever met. But yeah, realistically, Dave, uh, maybe commercial. Um, if anyone needs their private plane flown around Fiji, I'd be happy to do that. It's it's a good time to get in aviation, <laughs> yeah. first of all. And you know what? You really don't. You know, when you're first flying airplanes, you don't. It, you know, it's just cool, right? You're flying around a little single-engine airplane, and then you you move you move on to bigger, better things, or maybe not. There, I mean, I still fly J3 Cubs, and I and then I'll go and jump in a jet. So I mean, you know, flying is something that you know it's it's baby steps, right? So you yeah. solo now, first baby step, but that's a big baby step, and it's something that old guys like me tend to forget. Yeah. I remember my first solo like it was yesterday, but I forget the passion, right? Because, I mean, you know, I'm grateful every day. You grateful. get used to it. You yeah. do. You get used mm-hmm. to it, and you go, eh, you know, I say you're going to go out there and fly a Cessna around. And then you kind of forget what it felt like to get those goosebumps. And then, and then you get from the other pilots as well, right? You get the bigger, the better, the faster, and then all the stories. Here's what I did. But it really comes back to you. And so I want to come back to something I heard you say, uh, which most people can't tolerate, which is why most people are not successful. Oh, I failed a written test. Big deal. Mm-hmm. You took it again. Yeah. Guess what that means in your aviation career? Zero. All that means is when you pass and when you get that success. So, you know, being in business, being in aviation, yeah. anything in life is not about the trials it's about the end result so i talk to more people oh yeah i always wanted to do aviation but it costs too much money oh yeah i always wanted to fly an airplane but i'm kind of afraid of it oh yeah i always wanted to do aviation but 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 and you go so what are you doing now well i'm an accountant nothing wrong with accountants we all need them right but you know it's not as cool as being a pilot it's not sorry Right on, Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Call my office. We're interviewing Jenna Scolari, next-generation pilot, young lady that's uh, has some good stuff to say. I hope you're enjoying this, and there's more good stuff to come. Segment three, got two more segments here, so listen up. Jenna Scolari, here's my office number. Why do I give it to you? Because you're going to need this number one day. Write it down, 888-366-5256. Why do I give you that number? Because that's the way that I give back to you, to anybody in aviation, to anybody with a passion for aviation, for anybody that just has a question about aviation. After 30-some years of doing this, I think I've been given the responsibility to try to give back. So call that number and leave a message. It's my office number, but you're going to get an answering machine. So leave a message there. Ask me a question. Tell me your problem. Maybe uh, ask for my help, and I'll do what I can. Try to help you get the information you need, get your questions answered, point you in the right direction, be of a resource to you. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Back to Jenna Scolari. Here we go. I'm learning to fly, but I 
questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations, call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. stuff in the show and not a whole bunch of time but go to aviationroundup.com 13 to 14 october you're going to see me the renegade aviator fly my ts11s jet out at the air show uh, you'll also see really cool air show performers like the blue angels and a whole bunch more greg collier of uh, ace maker the red bull team is going to be there and, uh, with including kirby chambliss the wingsuit guys the aerobatic helicopter a lot of stuff going on. AviationRoundup.com, AviationRoundup.com. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator. Hi, I'm Jenna Scaleri. Um, I just did my first solo cross country, and I'm live with you on Renegade Aviator Radio. Woo! <laughs> okay, perfect. Woo! Challenges, right? So yeah. you, you had some challenges. Your dad set a line in the sand. That's cool. I love that. I do that with my own daughters. You want to do this? I'm happy to support it. Do that first, right? Absolutely. So Get the hard stuff out of the way, yeah. Right on. And and you evidently didn't wilt like a flower and run away and hide, right? Yeah. So what did he say when you when you finally uh, soloed? What was his reaction? So so when you okay, first of all, my dad was more excited than I was. Oh my gosh, he like went out and bought a new headset for him and then gave me his old one and like I went into his work after and he told every single person in the office and he acts really cool around me like he's like oh good job kid but I know he's like to his friends like guess what my daughter just did and then and so he was so excited yeah he's gonna hear this and go okay kid it's <laughs> cool that's cool um but getting back to what you were saying i remember um i might have said i failed the test a, c- a couple times it was maybe three um but i remember the second time i didn't pass it we i had to drive out to lincoln california because the test center here was closed and i did it, the three-day like express like expediated course and I failed it and I remember I was so sad and so let down and I just kind of felt like I would never get there and it was the second time I had it pass and I had to drive two and a half hours home and I remember thinking I would never be to the point I'm at and I remember thinking about that on my solo cross country and just being like you know what like it's not always going to be happy and positive things getting there i mean you have to go through those hard times but you have to keep studying and keep fighting through and know that if you want it enough you'll get there yeah you need to keep showing up 
Yeah. It's really that, it's that simple, right? It really is, yeah. Because it doesn't matter in the end. Um, you know, we've all, yeah. every one of us have our own unique challenge. And that's the reason why I really wanted to talk to you on the show, because there's people listening right now in their cars. And, um, you know, people think the people who do certain things, it's easy. Or on the other side, they think it's too hard. So they're on two different spectrums. And really, that's not the real world. Yeah. Nothing is too hard. And nothing is just handed to you. Nothing. Absolutely. It's somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that's aviation is great with that because it, it knocks your ego. Get totally. ready for it. The rest of your career, you're going to get your ego knocked. Oh, yeah. But that's cool. But then you get to walk in with those shiny glasses once in a while. With the background music. Exactly. Yeah. So for all the cool stuff, you have those challenges. So you overcame that. You kept going. Yeah. Um, and, and you've got challenges ahead. Uh, but you took your first solo. Um, what else can you tell me about that? Something happened to you in that first solo. Even that wasn't just a simple <laughs> hop around the patch, was it? Yeah. <laughs> So my first solo was out instead and my dad came along <laughs> he was riding in the back and we got down and my instructor and dad got out and I took off and I remember just being sad because me and my instructor would always like joke and like giggle on our way up and I just like turned to the side and I was like oh we're staying <laughs> and so I got in the air and I did one touch and go and I got back up and I just started hearing this beepy noise and I went huh, that doesn't, that doesn't quite sound right. And I went to talk on my radio and it wasn't working and I said, oh God, the alternator's out. Cause I had known that the plane had had work on it. So my mind automatically linked to that. And so while it was very distracting, I said, you know what? I have 30 minutes, like, so I know I'm fine. So I landed it, stayed calm. And Dane's like, what, what happened? <laughs> I said, my alternator went out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's crazy for your first solo. So did he did he fix it, or did they fix it, and then you finished your solo in the, at that day? Or so no, we took it back to Reno, and then they fixed it, um, and it was back. And so yeah, that was my first solo. Right on. Yeah. Right on. And your dad was in the back seat. Yeah. I can never get in the back seat of an airplane. I've always got to touch the controls. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was a little bit harder to take off. Not saying anything about you, Dad, but having three people in the plane compared to like me by myself when I did my solo, I just barely pulled back and went <laughs> like with them, and I was like, <laughs> "Very cool, very so, cool." So, and your dad was proud, I'm sure, and I'm sure he had a tear in his eye. I've got two daughters, so uh, yeah. and neither one of my daughters want to fly. Maybe I scared them too much. I don't know. But um, so you were you were nervous, which is normal. Um, People quit at nervous all the time. You had an emergency. I mean, it's not it's not a you know hair on fire emergency, but it's scary on your first solo, right? Yeah. Ideally, on your first solo, nothing goes wrong. So you managed to do that. So that's that's a, <laughs> right. a, another another kudo. Now, what are you doing now? So what's the next step for you? There's always delays. That's what. There's news stories about how slow air travel is. Whole news stories on the national news. A lady on the news I saw the other day, she's, we're going from New York to California and it took six hours. That used to take 30 years. <laughs> and a bunch of you would die on the way there. You can call the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Dial 888-366-5256 or find us on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. I'm never flying Delta again. You're flying!
crying. Look out the window, it's crazy. You're sitting in a chair in the sky. You're, you're like a Greek myth right now. But it doesn't go back very far and it's squishing my knees. Really? Now, what are you doing now? So what's the next step for you? That's a wonderful question. So um, for flying, I have my three-point cross-country next Tuesday. And so I just need to book my dang check ride. That's it. And I need to study up some um, information for my oral. And then I'm there. But, you know, once you're there, it never really stops, does it, Dave? <laughs> Keeps on going. Yeah. Keeps on going. Goliath twin commercial, but I just graduated college in May, so I'm going to go on a surf trip, and then I'm thinking about coming back for ATP school. Surf trip. So surfing, mm -hmm. skydiving, fly. I'm seeing a trend here. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that as My a dad, poor mother. Going, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. She goes, what? Why can I just had a couple nerds? Why? She's like, I don't even want to know what you're doing today or what you did tomorrow. So we just kind of don't ask, don't tell policy. You don't ride motorcycles. I do. Oh no! See, this I is just, a... I just got an Indian Scout. <laughs> so as a dad, my hands are shaking. I hear my daughter, my baby girls on a motorcycle. Forget it. And I ride motorcycles. Well, so. listen to this. So he was like, if you graduate college, I will go half on a motorcycle with you. I was looking at 800, 900 cc's. He goes, no, you need 1,200 cc. I'm like, I don't think any dad has said that to his daughter in the history. Is, is he a speed demon too? You get it from somebody. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's a little more calculated. Is he? Yeah. Very cool. And your dad flies, so what does your dad fly? He has a Cessna 210. Oh, cool. Um, and he had a Citation 2. Excellent. Back Back in the good old days. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, yeah. And my dad is Joey Scaleri, uh, special everyday grocery store man. Uh, he was president of the air races. And yeah, yeah, pretty cool guy. I Very like cool. him. Very cool. Yeah, you should like him. I, love yeah. him. I hope my I hope my daughter one day say pretty cool, pretty cool guy. I like him. Yeah. Until, um. until he stops helping out with my yeah. license, you know. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so now, did you have you asked them to for, for the keys to the two ten? You bet. You betcha. <laughs> Sorry. He goes, yeah. Call call me in uh, after you get about two hundred hours. <laughs> so. There you go. Another goal. I have one seat in first class and one in coach. The price is the same because your flight was canceled. Oh. Well, uh, I'll take the first class. Jerry. What? Why should you get the first class? Elaine, have you ever flown first class? No. All right, then. See, you won't know what you're missing. I've flown first class, Elaine. I can't go back to coach. I can't. I won't. You flew here, coach. Yeah, that's the point. All right, fine. I don't care. The plane crashes. Everybody in first class is going to die anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll... All right, stay tuned. Remember my phone number, 888-366-5256, 888-366-5256. One more segment with Jenna coming up after these messages. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256. 5256 five, anytime and leave us a message.
This is the Renegade Aviator with your host, David Costa. Welcome back, David Costa, Renegade Aviator. You know, you can find us on SoundCloud. All you need to do to listen to all of our radio shows is search out Renegade AV, the number 8R, on SoundCloud, and you can listen to our past shows. Right now, we are back with Jenna Scolari. Listen to this. It speaks for itself. This is one thing, all of us old guys, all the, all the people who've been flying for a long time, we think that this next generation coming up, they just don't have the same passion. So we talk about pilots and aviators, right? So, you know, I do a lot of training with guys and girls in jets, and I see button pushers. I see systems people. I don't see aviators anymore. Yeah. So tell me how wrong I am. Say, Dave, you don't know what you're talking about. There's a lot of young people out there <laughs> dying to fly airplanes, not push buttons. <laughs> okay, well, Dave, I have two, two examples for you. First of all, my instructor is 20 years old, and he has every single rating in about, I think he has 1,100 hours. 20 years old and he is so incredible i thought he was 30 years old until i finally asked him until i realized he couldn't have a beard and i said oh my gosh dane how old are you and i mean i what think kind of a that's pilot can't have a beer i mean we, well I, no, mean, I shouldn't say that no, i can't say it online but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out yeah. but so dane yeah and dane uh, we just started to train dane to be an fo in our learjet yeah and he's training with dave yeah, yeah. so he's he's getting all psyched about that mm-hmm. so there's one example give me another one so we know it's not a fluke <laughs> okay so i would say the other one was on my solo cross country i was uh weighing out the pros and cons of doing a barrel roll too soon i'm telling you know what though great point though when i got my my pilot license i was a brand new pilot and there was a pit special that was doing takeoffs and landings and so i'm looking at that thing i go who is that guy they go that's not a guy i said what what? i want to fly that no you can't you just got your pilot license you don't have enough experience you can't possibly fly a pit special well anyway i met that guy her name was marilyn hubbard and she became a good friend of mine she taught me aerobatics um but she was one of these pilots she goes i'm not a woman pilot i'm a pilot i remember i was a brand new private pilot just got i mean my license still had wet ink on it and I jumped into a pits. So same thing, because I said, I want to know what it's like to go up, upside yeah. down. And and so that's, I, I think that's that's an aviator. Okay, so you, you right? convinced me. See, I was wrong. So that's just two people. But that's right. Yeah. We, we need pilots. We need people to go out there. Yeah. And, and the whole YouTube generation and all that, I think our parents, I think my parents said the same thing about me. Uh, these kids today, they... They get to fly an airplane that has two radios. When back in my day, it was you know one oh, radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your your dad was saying that 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 same thing. Oh, so I, yeah. I just want to let people know out there. First of all, they need to know to come to the airport. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And they need to know that yeah, it costs some money, but it's not the most expensive thing you're going to do in your life. No. Right? And the second you get into the workforce, I mean, it's you're going to get paid back. If not what you spent more, mm-hmm. 
That's true. And it's so worth it. And my biggest advice is just, if you want to do it, stop making excuses and go do it. Bingo. In the nicest way possible. Well, see, you're much nicer than I am. I would just say, no, no, I, I can't say what I would normally. This is a family show. But no, you're, you're absolutely right. I get sick and tired. And that's the point of this show. This show is not just aviation. You're driving in your car right now and going, who are these guys talking? But really what it is, is no matter what you want to do in life, there's always an excuse not to do something. Absolutely. There's an excuse not to jump out of an airplane. You could hit the ground. Yeah. Sure you could. There's an excuse not to ride a motorcycle. You can hit the ground. Sure mm-hmm. you could. There's an excuse not to fly an airplane you can hit the ground sure you could and you know what there's an excuse not to be an accountant you could hit by a bus going from your office to your parking garage so I guess I should become an accountant or a lawyer or anything else there's risk in everything and it's the risk as a pilot you're learning this what do we do as pilots we mitigate risk we manage risk right that's a perfect way to put it yeah you manage risk Absolutely. I mean, are you going to fly? I mean, if there's a thunderstorm coming, it's going to happen in the airplane. I mean, it may you may learn how to do a barrel roll just because you flew into the thunderstorm. Yeah, maybe if I'm with you, Dave, but probably not by myself. Don't do not do that. Don't well, do it at home. That's great. I, I don't want to talk about myself, but I think a lot of people see me at age 23, and especially as a female, and I have done a lot. And I think a lot of things that most normal reason-minded people probably wouldn't do that's scary um and i think it really is because i don't let fear get in my way and i try not to make excuses because i feel like you're always going to be too tired or not have enough money or it's going to be scary and i think when you push through that is when you really find how to live and what you love and i just think it's incredible it is absolutely everything is a gift and it's so easy all of us can come up with some reason why we can't do something so it doesn't matter race color creed national origin color of hair color of tattoos on my arm right there's always a reason why we can say why we can't do something absolutely as a woman in aviation has anybody at an airport said get out no never If anything, it's awesome when they find out you're a woman aviation because they go, what? No way. And it's awesome. It's kind of, it does it. I think it surprises them a lot. But I'm telling you, girls, if you get out there, there are so many guys with cool planes who want a chick behind that. So, I mean, absolutely, get out there. You want to find a Pilatus, a King Air? They need some cute girls behind those yokes. But you know what, though? We all say this, and it's kind of as a joke, but you know what? It's using what some people would say is a disability as an ability. Oh, 100%. They don't want big, ugly, fat guys in the airplane, and I can attest to that. So I've been discriminated against because I'm a big, ugly, fat guy at the airport. (laughs) Uh, You know but, but it really is. You've got that attitude. So it doesn't matter. Everybody perceives that the world is against them. The world doesn't care. Mm-mm. All the world cares about is that you show up. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. So I, I tell people this all the time. Inner city kids that I've talked to, hey, I, don't, I haven't had any opportunities going up, growing up, or I haven't had parents. Or Everybody has a story. That's why I'm talking to you. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a challenge. Everybody has things that they wish they didn't do, and everybody has things that one day they're going to look back on and go, freaking A, man. Yeah. I kicked butt. Totally. You want people to kick butt are the ones that show up, right? Yeah. And they're just regular people. 
Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I can't surf. I'll say, I can't surf. Well, you know why? I, don't, I can't you, either. But you know why I can't surf? <laughs> I don't get in the water. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Right? Yeah. So if you want to learn to surf, I could read a whole bunch of books on surfing. But usually 50-some-year-old guys that are slightly overweight um, don't do well on surfboards. But you know what? I guarantee you, if you showed up. You have to know how to swim too, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you know how to swim. So you got to take steps. You have to take steps exactly. and set goals. Yeah. So so the first thing, if I want to learn how to surf, I better find the ocean. Mm-hmm. Right? I drive to the ocean. Well, geez, that's too hard. I don't feel like driving all the way to the ocean. I live yeah. in the desert. Why would I do that? There's Stop ex- those excuses. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, um, Jenna, yeah. anything else you want to add? Um, I think just elaborating on what you're saying, too, is go into it with confidence. If you don't have it, fake it. Fake it until you make it. I think people look at me and say, you're confident. No, I'm faking it. I'm faking it until I make it. And I think the other thing is don't care about what people think about you. Honestly, if you're confident, go in. I mean, I think one of my favorite stories is I was bartending at St. James, and I don't remember it until it came back to what I'm going to say later, but I met this guy named Wayne, and I was telling him I was becoming a pilot, blah, 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 and I didn't think it really meant anything to him, and guess who I saw at Atlantic Aviation two weeks ago? It was Wayne, and he said, you know what, Jenna? You inspired me. I said, if she can do it, and she's this little girl, I'm going to do it, and he is here, and he's going to get his license soon. So you so inspired. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah. How many people can say in the last in the last week, in the last month, in the last lifetime, have they inspired somebody else to do something great? And it's really service, right? It's giving back. So what you do is inspiring somebody else. You mentioned you met one of the women blue angels yeah. that inspired you. She doesn't even know. But I had I had the same story, just in a different way. Mine was Lieutenant Colonel Roger Parrish. I'll never forget his name. I was on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and saw the Thunderbirds fly. He's a Thunderbird. And he shook my hand. And I don't even like the Air Force anymore. I was a Marine. I became a Marine, but I still like Roger Powers. <laughs> now, all you Air Force guys, you can call me at my office, 888-366-5256. Dave says hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but even an Air Force guy can inspire a young Marine or a young yeah. future Marine. But it's the same thing. You were inspired by somebody. You've mm-hmm. inspired somebody else that's given back. Yeah. And, and you never know who you're going to inspire. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're passionate about what you're doing and loving life, you can inspire. I mean, I didn't think I could ever inspire someone, and I didn't know it. I think that's what's really cool about it, too. Mm-hmm. So, good job, Wayne. Right on, Wayne. Party on, Wayne. Party on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You beat you me to it. I like it. I was sitting there going, should I say that? No, nope, yeah. you're to beat me to it. I love it. I love it. Well, that's great. Jen, I'm going to call you an aviator then. Yeah. So, uh, oh, welcome, welcome to our club. I think this is great. So come on back. Uh, I want to hear when you pass your pilot license. Uh, okay, seriously, I will. Absolutely. And, and I'll see you here, and I we'll will. get you back on the air when you when you uh, pass your pilot license. Awesome! Thank Most you so show. much, Dave, for <laughs> show. You. Yeah, I'll see you at work. All right. We'll see All right, you. ladies. I'll see you at Atlantic six five five South Rock. Exactly. We need more women at the airport. Yeah. We really do. I mean, who wants to look at guys all day? I know. Well, maybe girls. But you guys want to get in the F-18. That's how you do it. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thanks for having me, Dave. I appreciate it, Jenna. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. I'm going to sum this up real quick. You think the next generation doesn't have it figured out? You think the next generation's a bunch of lazy kids that uh, are going to drop the ball? You got it wrong. 
I'm looking forward to the next generation of aviation. Jenna, great interview. Chris, thanks for the beginning of the show and the Rockets. AviationRoundup.com and CaliforniaCapitalAirShow.com. Two places to come see me, the Renegade Aviator. That's it. Renegade Aviator, David Costa, 888-366-5256. See ya.